Are you wondering today if you're in a narcissistic relationship? Maybe you've heard the term narcissistic personality disorder. Maybe you've heard narcissistic abuse. Maybe you're like, what is a narcissist? Not sure. We're not going to dive into all that today. You have to watch another video. Sorry. Uh, but today we're going to walk into 10 red flags of narcissistic abuse and how to be able to actually spot some of these and to be able to protect yourself. If you're new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I break people free from the trauma bonds, from the obsessiveness and the obsessive nature of thinking, ruminating about this person, wanting to go back to this person, this cycle of being with toxic people. Uh, that's actually how we help break people free every single day. And so you can see this and you can access this at claritychallenge.net. Would love to be able to help you out moving you forward in your healing, growth, and development. So we're going to dive right in because we've got 10 of these that we got to knock out pretty quick to make sure I even get through them. Uh, hopefully I can get through them all. So number one, excessive self-centeredness. Like you have someone who is really, really self-centered about themselves and displaying this need of like, well, it has to be about me prioritizing his needs, prioritizing his desires above everything else. And so you're like, like he doesn't even seem interested in me. Now, maybe he seemed interested at the beginning of the relationship, but now you're like, no, he's definitely not interested in me at all, okay? A lot of times it's because you don't really matter. You're just transactional to the other person. Like he talks about his accomplishments, dismisses your concerns, dismisses what you wanna bring up. You're like, oh, like we're having a conversation. That means he can contribute, I can contribute. No, no, no. That means you're there to be able to praise him. He's got to be able to do what he wants to do. You just got to be able to support that. Okay. So that one of the toxic traits of narcissism of one of the aspects. Okay. Just a red flag. Okay. It's not a trait of personality source. It's a red flag. All right. The other one, uh, number two, manipulative charm. Okay. So with this, like a narcissist oftentimes will use charm and charisma to draw you in, to make you feel like it's an amazing relationship. However, it oftentimes turns to manipulation. Okay, using it to control you, using it to exploit you even emotionally. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply think of it this way like you might get showered with compliments and support but later it's using that to actually get you to be loyal to them or get you to do certain actions that you're not comfortable with consider this of even like pushing your boundaries or crossing over things that typically you wouldn't cross over but uh he's been so nice to me in the past like he's he showered me with compliments he's he told me all these different things so i must be the right person i must be the soulmate for him there's all different pieces of that that's just like a quick, quick overview. Okay. Number three, uh, lack of empathy. So this is almost like the, the flagship of narcissistic personality disorder. People like lack of empathy, narcissist. It's not always the case, but a lot of times you see a big piece is empathy being absent in narcissists. Maybe you go out to eat and this person doesn't have any connection or any empathy for like the waiter. Like they're really, really rude. Or maybe you see they don't have empathy for like the dog or like their animals or like different people. You'll see it come up, but especially you're gonna see it come up with you. It's like, I can't connect to your emotions. I can't put myself in your shoes. I can't like, like think about like your emotions, your feelings, I can't hold space for them too icky, too frustrating, don't want to deal with that. Okay, so a lot of times you'll find where narcissist starts to dismiss you, it starts to trivialize your pain, trivialize the things you're going through. 
And so like you might have a person that shows up and he shows like little concern about you, little concern you confide in him about having this personal crisis and it shifts the conversation back to him. You're like, wait a second. Like this was like, I was trying to communicate like what I was going through. He's like, man, like that, that really sucks. Like I remember when this happened to me, I remember this. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, the conversation's back on him and how it's affecting him when it's it's so it gets all over the place okay but the lack of empathy like impacts a lot of different things that you don't matter your feelings your needs don't matter all right so number four constant criticism like belittling degrading tones like being able to put you down over and over and over it's not just like this one-time thing it's like a consistent thing it's a thing that like makes you feel crazy over a period of time because it's like slowly been chipping away your self-esteem chipping away at who you actually are and you feel like I don't even know if I am worth it anymore. I don't even know why can't I be good enough? Like, why doesn't he actually love me? Why doesn't he actually care? And he might be at a place where he's been constantly criticizing your choices, maybe your different accomplishments, the things that have happened, and it leaves you feeling unworthy. Like, it leaves you feeling anxious. Like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do now. I don't know if I can do this. And oftentimes people in narcissistic abuse no longer have any semblance of confidence anymore because it's been ripped away so much from the toxic individual um, by the toxic individual from you. So moving into number five, and this would be isolation pieces, isolation tactics. A lot of times the narcissist is gonna isolate you even without ever saying no and without ever saying you can't go do this. Like a lot of times people think the narcissists do that. They don't. Uh, they typically are just adding different pieces of drama, of doubt, of just questioning into your life to make you think, Maybe I shouldn't go hang out with my friends. Maybe I shouldn't connect as much with my family because they're a bad influence or they're, they're pulling me away from my spouse or my spouse doesn't feel loved because I'm spending this much time with other people. And oftentimes, narcissists are going to isolate you from friends and family. Now, the reason why they're doing this is because if they isolate you, you aren't going to hear people speak truth into your life. But what this does is it starts to make you dependent on the narcissist in your life. You start to think, this is the only person I can be with. This is the only interaction I can have. This is the, 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 the main thing, okay? And it starts to pull you away from anybody and everybody else. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So you might be discouraging from spending time with friends or family, like like slowly isolating you, like planting seeds of doubt. Did you hear what this person said about me? Did you hear what they said about you? Like, it just, I'm just uncomfortable. I'm not sure like what it is, but there just seems something wrong with this person. There seems to be something off, but they've been my friend for so long. Okay, I get that. But like, I don't know, just, just think about it. Like there'll be small things, okay? Like you need to understand it's like small, subtle things. So then number six is you move into the emotional manipulation. Like narcissists use these tactics to try to control you and to try to manipulate you into thinking and feeling a certain thing. Like this is where narcissists like plays with your emotions, like pokes and prods you. Cause like, if I do this, I will get a response. If I do this, I will get you to do X, Y, and Z. Like this might just be simply putting you in a state of confusion. If you're in a state of confusion, you're not going to leave. You're not going to get free. You're going to stay stuck. This could be guilt tripping you, making you feel bad for making decisions for you or for someone else, but not for him. 
All of this to maintain power and control over you. So you might have this where he used guilt tripping to make you feel responsible for his happiness, even when it meant sacrificing your own happiness, your own well-being, your own sense of boundaries, whatever it might be. So you're going to see narcissists that use this so often in the relationship. Um, and then we're going to move into point number seven, gaslighting and distortion, like distorting your current version of reality. Narcissist is going to try to switch this and change this around to distort your reality, making you doubt your perceptions, your feelings, and ultimately you questioning your sanity. Like, am I actually crazy or not? Because I saw this happen. He's like, that didn't happen. What are you talking about? That didn't even exist. I didn't say that. I didn't do that. Denying it, switching it around so he can avoid accountability. Think about it this way. He'll deny past actions, even when there's clear evidence, even when you see this happen. You said this, you slept with this person, you talked to this person, you did this, you lied about this, it makes you question your own memory, keeps you in the fog. All right, another red flag is financial exploitation. And so you find yourself where you start to be contributing more in the relationship than what he is. And you start to realize like he never has money. You start to realize all the money he does have tends to disappear. You start to see where he's exploiting you. So many times narcissists will get with someone to run their money dry. Once they run their money dry, they'll pull away and then continue to move on to the next person. Like depleting your resources, using you just for financial gain. Like you might have this in a business partner, you might have this in a, in a regular partner, in a relationship where you've been investing money into businesses, into like stocks, into different housing, like all this type of stuff, but it's all been for him to be able to get what he wanted from you. Maybe you've been co-signing on stuff, co-signing an apartment, co-signing on his truck, like all these things happen so often and you do it just being like, oh, we're, well, we're together, this is the thing that we need to do and he's convinced you of this. Until it gets to the place that you break up and he's got what he wants and you're left holding the bill. Okay, so please be careful about this. Um, the other red flag, number nine, unpredict unpredictable emotional roller coaster. The highs and the lows, the ups and the downs. Like you're going to experience this giant roller coaster, not just like a small one in like regular relationships, but a giant one of alternating between love bombing, like excessive affection, love and attention, and oftentimes devaluation, like emotional cruelty. Like, let me put you down. Let me say like, you're worthless. Let me move forward. And like, I don't want this relationship anymore. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And then it goes back and forth. You might have already seen this in the relationship with the ups and downs of getting together, breaking up, getting together, breaking up, getting together, breaking up. You say something, oh, that offends me. I can't do this anymore. I'm out. And all of a sudden it creates this push pull. And you're like, well, wait, wait, what about, well, wait, wait. And it keeps you coming back for more. It builds this like addictive, like rubber band approach where he's constantly pulling away and then snapping you back, pulling you away and then snapping you back over and over and over again. All right, so then let's move on then to number 10. And this piece is just simply a lack of accountability. You're going to have this in a narcissistic relationship where he doesn't take accountability or responsibility for his actions and the things that he's done. 
And so narcissists typically don't take accountability for actions and rarely even apologize. Oftentimes an apology might be like, I'm sorry that I did that and it hurt you, or I'm sorry that you felt that way, but not an actual like, I apologize, I'm sorry that I did this, and I'm not gonna do this again. Like actually seeing changed behavior. Otherwise, it's just manipulation. An apology without changed behavior is just manipulation. Narcissists will deflect. They'll blame others. They'll put things on other people and avoid actually acknowledging their faults. So you bring something up and they're like, well, what about this? What about this? You're like, I'm just talking about you for a moment. Well, yeah, but this, and is always trying to move it away from themselves. So that was like super quick. Hopefully like you got something out of it. If you did, leave a comment down below of like which one resonated the most with you or which one you've seen in your relationship. If I can be of help, please go to realmotivation.com. You can grab a one-on-one -on -one there. Uh, otherwise, would love to be able to help you move forward in your healing by jumping in one of the challenges. The 45-Day Clarity Challenge is one of the most impactful ones we have that's helping you actually liberate yourself mentally and emotionally from toxicity. <laughs>